Hey, everybody. Welcome to the World of CONCACAF podcast. I'm Eric Schmitz. I'm Jonathan Slate. And I'm Donald Wine. And we've got a very special edition for you today. Obviously, one of the things we love talking about on this podcast is kits. So we've got a CONCACAF kit, special edition, CONCA kit watch, whatever you want to call it. We're talking simply aesthetics today. Um, we're all currently wearing our favorite jerseys. Uh, Jonathan, what do you, you want to tell us what you got on? Um, I'm wearing the Anguilla white jersey along nice. with uh, some nice Anguilla training wear as well. The, the blue jacket. Great stimulus gear. Donald, what are you rocking today? I am rocking the 2012 home jersey for Antigua and Barbuda. Uh, it is made by Peak. Um, they are no longer made by Peak, but... Um, what's interesting about this jersey is that I think this set the record for most number of jerseys worn by a national team. They had five <laughs> in 2012. They had I'm wearing the yellow one, which was their home. They also had a white. They had a black. They had a, a T like a light blue and they had a red. All of the colors of their flag. They made a jersey in the same style out of them. Um, and yeah, it was one of those one of the ones that my my parents, my mom actually got this for me. Uh, my dad found this on a cruise that they took to Antigua Barbuda. I wasn't able to acquire this, but they were able to. So I appreciate them for that. That's amazing. That's one of, that's a very signature kit with that stripe, that racing mm-hmm. stripe running down. Uh, I'm currently rocking the Nike USA Jersey uh, worn by the only CONCACAF nations league champions in the history of the world. Uh, uh, you should, you should let them know that you are wearing the 2020 Jersey, which we are recording yeah. on Wednesday, September 14th in about like nine hours. That jersey will no longer be worn by the United States because they will be coming out with new ones. Okay, we're going to get to that later. But <laughs> there's a lot to talk about with kids. We love talking about kids. So we're going to give you a quick rundown on like how broad it is in CONCACAF with like the different manufacturers. Like it's interesting like being in the U.S. with MLS like one company makes all the kits. So there's very similar looks. When you see the World Cup this fall, you're going to see uh, only a few manufacturers, a lot of templates. So in CONCACAF alone, you've got 20 different manufacturers across the 41 CONCACAF nations. And it's a wide variety. Uh, the two biggest are Joma and Nike. Both have six nations that they outfit. Joma it's a wide variety from Antigua and Barbuda, British Virgin Islands, Cuba, Honduras, Puerto Rico, Turks and Caicos, all over the region. Nike, it's more of the top end stuff. You've got your USA, Canada, Curacao, and then the three French teams that probably are just hitching on that deal with the FFF, but French Guiana, Guadeloupe, and Martinique, all with Nike kits. After that, it gets very spread out. Capelli Sports, you got your Barbados, Guiana, St. Kitts, and Nevis. Umbro also has three. That's Aruba, El Salvador, and Guatemala. After that, a bunch of teams with two. First off with Adidas. Adidas was one with Mexico. They've been Adidas for a while. Jamaica actually just switched to Adidas. Looking forward to seeing what those kits look like. Other I think teams- it's interesting. I think it's interesting if we break, you know, we talk about some of the other confederations and you see Adidas as you know, arguably next to Nike one and one a, as far as number of teams that they outfit within soccer, 
And the fact that they only have two national teams in CONCACAF, it speaks a lot. So also not just uh, the fact that they just don't have the reach here yet. They, they just kind of focused on their teams that they deem to be quote unquote important. But it also means that some of these federations are taking chances on some of these smaller apparel companies in an effort to be seen in an effort to be noticed and also probably have more creative, uh, creative freedom. For sure. Uh, other manufacturers with two teams apiece, Admiral is outfitting St. Martin, the Dutch side and the U S Virgin islands bowl football, which is a new company out of uh, Miami. Uh, they have Trinidad Tobago and Montserrat. Those are very hot jerseys. Uh, new balance. They have two, Costa Rica and Panama, which both should be getting new kits relatively soon. Score Sports, the vibes are up. Score Sports actually outfits Bermuda in their pink, and also St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Vince Heat, Rise Up. And also Stimulus. Stimulus, most notably, the ones that did the beautiful jersey that Jonathan is wearing. Um, and also recently joining uh, St. Lucia. Uh, they are outfitted by Stimulus now as well. Now there's a bunch of other companies that are around CONCACAF that some of these sound made up because they, they might be. Uh, Hummel's not made up. We know that. They outfit the Bahamas. Kiuka is a new outfitter that's based out of Mexico. They are Nicaragua's fire new kits. We are definitely talking about those. Uh, Klup is a Dutch company that's doing Suriname. Lika. Lika has Dominica's uh, kits. Macron, which is a more popular brand, uh, especially in Europe. They actually do the entire Canadian Premier League. Macron does Dominican Republic's jerseys, which have massive front numbers for some reason. Uh, Roby, Roby Sports. Uh, that's uh, another Dutch company that is uh, Bonaire's, oddly enough. Bonaire's outfitted by Roby. Sayeta is Hades manufacturer. Savi is Grenada, sounds made up. Skyro Sports, uh, a new outfitter out of Miami. They do the Cayman Islands jerseys. And then VMR Sportswear does St. Martin, the French side. I just so, got to interject here. Yeah. I cannot Skyros. I immediately think of Spyro the dragon. Um, <laughs> and that's just, that's just what I, what I go for. like. That is for whatever reason, the thing that I, um, you know, immediately think of. Well, I also want to note for Donald because he is a Miami guy. Skyro sports is actually out of Doral. Um, yep. They are in located in the Miami international mall. So I know exactly where that is. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. I've been, I've been there are. many, many times. <laughs> and they are outfitting uh, CONCACAF Nation. What what prestige in uh, coming out of the Miami International Mall? Well, it makes sense because CONCACAF, the offices are in uh, Miami. They're, I mean, obviously, they're north of Doral. But um, the fact that they're in the area means that they probably were like, yo, give us a country to outfit. And they're like, ah, take this one. <laughs> so before we get into our top fives and our favorites... I just want to ask you guys, like, do you think CONCACAF is getting enough respect from the major manufacturers where it's like, you don't see Puma anywhere. Uh, Adidas is only doing two teams. 
even some of the bigger European ones like Hummel and Macron have very few. Nike really only has agreements with four federations. Like, is CONCACAF getting enough respect here? No. No, who oh. could? I, no, but I mean, the short of it is, I mean, you know, there are large nations, which we'll get into, um, that actually some of that falls on the Federation, but, uh, you know, Nike's not doing well with some of their big teams. So, I mean, I like, yeah, they're not getting the respect they deserve, but then I think a lot of it too, and why we've seen the pop-ups and these, these smaller, uh, providers is, you know, the changes in supply chain and, uh, the printing of jerseys and how technology is, has evolved and allows, um, a lot a lot of these smaller brands to pop up and, and do some interesting stuff whereas you know in years past it has not allowed for it's easier to do some crazier stuff on a smaller scale too yeah and i think also you know you mentioned some of the ones out of europe that are fairly large that a lot of people have heard of um that aren't you know outfitting teams like puma and then you have macron and hummel that only have one each uh, but there's also one big company here in north america that has not really gotten a lot uh, there. I mean, there's new balance. They don't have that many um, warrior used to be around. They used to outfit uh, Liverpool back in the day. Warrior. For, so but warrior they kind became of, new balance. They got absorbed by new balance, but they're still operate the, the lacrosse side of things and still have been doing a couple of small teams here on the side. I will also note that in Mexico, a lot of the Liga MX teams are sponsored by a Mexican outfitter called Charlie. And Charlie also just dipped into USL with San Diego loyal uh, I expect that they will probably have um, some teams in the near future, but I think a lot of these teams want to be seen with their jerseys and they want to go, they're going with smaller outfitters that may not have the reach to get them to, to other places like here in the United States where people would buy them, but we're starting to see more of them creep up here on these shores and also abroad, because again, that creative freedom that they have is what they've been using to kind of put their name out there. Now, the other note I did want to make is in doing this research and looking into what teams are wearing, Belize, I could not figure out for the life of me what who makes their kits. Like I stared at photos for a long time, looking at different action shots. I have no idea who makes Belize's kits. So please tweet at us if you know who makes Belize's kits, because I would love to know. They're fine, but, you know, don't know. I can answer that question for you. There is a reason why you don't know who it is. Why? Because it's, it's nobody. They make <laughs> theirs in-house. Um, they are one of the few national teams on this planet that make their own jerseys. So they they don't have a kit outfitter. They make their jerseys in-house. Um, are they selling those? Huh? <laughs> are they selling yeah. those? I, I don't know how they're doing it, but and we've seen this with with club teams uh, recently, where they get where you know a team kind of gets discarded by a, a kit outfitter, and they go. Well, screw it. We'll make it ourselves. And they do. And they make a lot more money that way because, again, they're able to control uh, the inventory and they're also able to control the this, the reach that it gets. So, um, yeah, Belize is, I believe, the only country, at least on this side of the world, that is making their own jerseys. Interesting. The more you know, the, you come to the World of Concaf podcast for facts. I'm just imagining the backup keeper before games having to be working the heat press to press the numbers on for him. But... All right, so we kind of ran down who makes what for CONCACAF. So let's say let's talk about who's doing a good job. Donald, I think we're going to go to you first. Give me your top five CONCACAF kits. 
So for me, I'm going to start with uh, one that I think will be at least in some form on all of our lists, and that is Anguilla's jersey. But this one I'm going with is the third jersey, their turquoise one. Why? Because it fucking has dolphins on it. Like, I don't have to explain <laughs> it any more than that. It has fucking oh. dolphins on it. It's perfect. Uh, in my mind, it is the is arguably, I would dare say it is the greatest jersey on the planet. And I will, I say arguably because I haven't seen all the jerseys yet that have come out ar- around the world. But within Concacaf, there is no there is no second best, uh, or there is no one that is better than the third jersey, the turquoise one that Anguilla has. I, I think across the board, Anguilla has the best jerseys, but that is the best of the best. Uh, next, I'm going to go with before I stop you. Be- mm-hmm. Before you go on, I got to ask: Are these ranked, or at least just your top five? These is are just my top five. Four. Okay. The only one that I have ranked is number one. It doesn't, okay. for me, like after Dolphins, it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the next ones are not in any particular order, but I'm going to go through them. The next one uh, I have is Montserrat's home jersey, the green jersey. Uh, spot, uh, again, bowl. Um, absolutely flawless. They did a great job with them. The only drawback that they have is that they don't make a 2X for me. So bowl, look, you're in the city I used to call home um, at Pocket Calf. Come up with some two X's for me and send me some samples. Uh, the next one I'm going to do, the Bermuda home jersey. Why? Because it's pink. And if it's <laughs> pink, that's going to be high up in my book. But also they look sharp doing it. It's a very unique color in the international game. And whenever Bermuda's playing and wearing those jerseys, everyone knows who that is. So I, I really, and they also have a great design with it. So I like that. The fourth one I have is the, is the Nicaraguan third jersey, uh, the black jersey. They haven't really worn it, but I think maybe once or twice that we've seen, but it's tremendous. It's a tremendous looking jersey. Um, I, I think, Eric, we have to figure out a way to put these online so that people can see kind of our top five um, mm-hmm. uh, visually uh, without, you know, all the painstaking research that you had to put through to find all these things and for me to actually research them. Uh, and then finally, um, as an American fan, I'm going to hate saying this, but the Mexico away kit is tremendous. It's outstanding. Um, I think that is probably completes the top five. I'll talk about my honorable mentions, but that one just squeaked out as the one that I think right now currently is in my top five that I wear Jersey. Um, they did a great job with it. And especially with just the rebrand. Now, before we get into your honorable mentions, I got a couple comments on who's in your top five, the Montserrat bowl sport, bowl football, love what you're doing. The collars look like shit to me. That's the one thing I don't like. That's the one thing I don't like about them. Uh, Bermuda's pink, undeniable. Nicaragua's blacks. Those are hot, hot jerseys. But Anguilla is your number one, correct? Anguilla is far and away my favorite. We want to shout out Keith. He's at Filthy Specs on Twitter. The man who designed these damn jerseys. We've all got them in our list. Um, just fantastic, fantastic work. We all have. Tons of and, gear. and, and the stimulus as well to stimulus you know our, our friends over at stimulus um have done a great job with these because again it's one thing for someone to say i have this idea it's another thing for a kit maker to say i can bring this to life and the mares that they have with these jerseys made for a great great finished product now jonathan do you want to go through your top five we'll do honorable mentions after yeah, yeah so very similar to donald's um you know I don't the minor in no order. So Montserrat home, love the green, love the design on the side. The pink Bermuda home 
it's pink it looks dope um going with another bold jersey uh on there the trinidad and tobago away so that's the white one with the islander down the side of it with the headdress just it's unique look clean it's dope um the anguilla away which is the jersey that i am wearing right now um so the white one with the the orange collar um and then the nicaragua third uh like don said black with blue it's this really cool like design slash sash up up to the side uh look fantastic uh and that is my top five here i mean we've got some unanimous choices here um I'm joining you on that Anguilla way. Uh, my top five. First one, I've got Anguilla white jersey. The the design on the front, just the color combo. That is a that is such a unique look in world football, world soccer, I should say, because I'm American. Um, like that is what you want as a national team. You want an iconic, iconic look. Um, my next one, speaking of iconic looks, I'm just going to skip ahead. The USA white kit, whatever white, sh- if it's a white shirt, navy shorts, that is about as clean as it gets. Obviously, the US. I'm going to take it. Go I ahead. Like, I don't think you, you really going to put top five. Are you, if we're going current jerseys, and as of tomorrow, this is the one you are wearing is not the current jersey. We're, we're talking really current. Gonna- we're talking current. As of tomorrow, it was tomorrow. Then until they release, like you it, really, it's like you really gonna throw that. You really gonna throw that trash ass jersey in there? Because if that was the case, I would have had to throw in. I mean, if I if I'm going what we're calling quote unquote current, the uh, the red and blue from the U.S. Uh, the the pattern is. I mean, that is that. I deliberately sucks. left that off because again, that is no longer current. If you okay. think about it. That jersey is not current either because they're not wearing it in a game ever again. It has been retired. Yeah. Well, let's just stop here and have the conversation. So the U.S. is about to release. We've all seen them. All wait, right. wait, 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 wait. Before we do it, can we? Uh, I want to hear you the finish rest of your top five. Finish your top five, then we can. Okay. We can. Do okay. It. Okay. This is going to we'll, take a minute. We'll we'll finish top five, then we're going right back to the U.S. Even before we get down to our mentions, we got to have this yep. discussion. Gotta, so we'll the rest of my top five. Uh, next, Bahamas. Their teal jerseys. It looks like the giant flag with the sash. Just the teal, gold, and black combo. Just iconic. Love it. Next up, speaking of iconic, Jamaica's gold jerseys. You give me Jamaica with the gold, the green highlights, black shorts. It's about as good as it gets. Jamaica always comes out with fire. And the only reason I didn't have them in my top five is because we don't know what their new jerseys look like. And so I, but I, I reserve hope that they are still going to be fire. Yeah. I mean, I, my top five is more like the traditional tradition, the traditional look. Um, but with some specific current change, the assignment didn't inform the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Jamaica, the Jamaica 1998 Jersey is probably one of the top five jerseys that CONCACAF has ever seen. Period. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, Jamaica gold, it could be any of them. It could be any of them. Um, but also my fifth one, current. Honestly, it's basically Jamaica's look. U.S. Virgin Islands, their gold shirt, black shorts, great design on the front. I wanted to shout out some other ones. We'll get to the honorable mentions later. But U.S. Virgin Islands, I just think it looks so sharp. But very Jamaican. They have some good ones. They have some good ones. They have some good ones. All right. 
So let's stop the whole top five nonsense. The U.S. New World Cup kits. I think unanimously, I can speak for the group and say, we're disappointed. We're angry. No, I don't think you can say we're disappointed. I don't see, we're not disappointed. We're livid. And what the fuck were you thinking? So, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to bridge the gap here because I think <laughs> you think they're shit. Eric, it, it sounds like I think like they're you, shit. I think I'm going to buy one, but I think they're shit. Forget that part. We're, we're, we're Jersey. You're, we're having a whole Jersey podcast. Like we're yeah. going to buy, like some of us are going to buy a Jersey that has nothing to do with whether we like <laughs> it or not. I think most people online through their anger, they are not expressing anger necessarily at the design or lack thereof in the case of the home Jersey. They're expressing a lot of them are expressing what we've been saying for years in that the United States needs to establish a Jersey identity and that for the majority of American fans, at least on social media, you know, we can divert, you know, whatever that means. Right. Take that for whatever you will. But the vast majority of American fans online want the Waldo as their permanent Jersey because of the fact that it is an identifiable Jersey design. And I know some people like the Chris White with the Navy, and you're not alone in that, Eric. Mm-hmm. But most people don't think that represents the United States. They think that when they first see that look, they think of England or they think of Germany. They think of other teams before the United States. But when you see the the, the horizontal hoops, there ain't no planet in this multiverse that won't think that is a United States Jersey. And I think that's what most people are looking at, or even this, even the denim, even the stars, but they want something that's readily identifiable, identifiable as an American Jersey. But you can have that both ways. And I think the, like the perfect example of this is the 2008, 2009 U S white jerseys where you have the red stripes, you have hoops, like it's not quite, the distinct Waldo that we saw in 2013, but you have that same identity. And it's white shirt, navy shorts, white socks. That is the U.S. That is the U.S. at its best. And the constant going to monochrome looks, whether it be reasons that FIFA wants, reasons that the Federation wants, white shirt, navy shorts, white socks, that is the United States of America. And it can be if they stick with it, but they never stick with it. They had those beautiful Waldos in 2013. Then they rolled out a monochrome kit in 2014. Even going to the World Cup, the potential World Cup kits in 2018 when they're qualifying, like those were designed before they didn't qualify. They were monochrome kits. And when they unveil these, if they don't have Navy shorts, they fucked up. Well, the 2018 one was going to be the American Airlines looking one. So, yes, it, it was monochrome in the sense that it was white yeah. with white shorts. Yeah. Um, I need but, yeah, Navy I think shorts. most people most people want Navy shorts. They want a Waldo jersey. And that way you can change your, your away kit can be Navy with something where you can kind of take some risk. The third jersey can be something where you read maybe where you could kind of take some risk. But everyone wants everyone is looking for that established identity. And even when you mentioned the pinstripes in, in 2008, that would still fit in line with that, because even though they were yeah. thin pinstripes, they still were, you know, horizontal hoops in a way. And you could change them just like Croatia changes their checkerboard, exactly. just like Paraguay yeah. and Argentina change their stripes. If you stand next to someone wearing a 2008 Argentina jersey and you're wearing a 2022 one, you cannot tell the difference but subtly, you know they're different, and you know that there's still an ident- identity that, hey, this person has a 2008, you have a 2022, 
and you can tell those subtle differences. And you want people want it for a mile away at a World Cup, at a Gold Cup, at a Nations League final when we're marching in and this is a sea of whatever jersey that is. They want that to be like, yo, the Americans are here and we are deathly afraid because there's tens of thousands. That's all people want. And I, th- and I think part of the problem, too, is, you know, we've heard, like I feel like there's the the identity thing. A lot of that gets thrown at Nike um, for this. But I know that there was a, a really good thread a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a couple months ago. It's a designer at Nike. And a lot of this falls back on the Federation. Like one of the things that he talked about was the fact of like, U.S. soccer doesn't either doesn't give good feedback or they just don't give feedback at all. They just they don't they don't they aren't involved as much in the design process. They don't really seem to give a shit. Um, And, you know, I think that that falls into a lot of it is like, can Nike do better? Yes. But like if the Federation says this is what we want to be an identity, they're going to make it like they're going to make that the identity. It's the fact of like they're just doing all different kinds of shit. Um you know, just kind of whatever the trend is at the moment uh, and the current trend now. I mean, the monochrome thing is, is another, but like, you know, fucking tie dye. Yeah. So here's it. Here's the thing about the other, the other part of this. Right. And this is something that I disagree with because again, I'm talking to two dudes who are just like me who buy dumb jerseys, great jerseys, awesome jerseys, classic jerseys. They are not going after us when they come with a jersey. They are going after the casual fan, especially for this, a World Cup. The casual fan who tunes into soccer every four years. That's who they're going for because there's way more of them than there are of us jersey diehard nuts. It just It's just a fact. There's just more of them. So mm-hmm. they think that if they come with something, I, I'll just say, if they come with something plain, they will capture more of that market because those people don't want the zany. They I'm just want something they can wear this. to work or wear to church or wear to the grocery store. I'm going to push back on that because if you look at the, let's say the person that they're going after, um, you know, the every four years, it's the rah, 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 USA, USA crowd. The Olympic, the those Olympic people, fans. Those people fucking love patriotic shit. And... Mm-hmm. They're not go like that is a market like you can go after you can go after that crowd and be like you there's no red in this like there's I mean there's a little bit there's barely the any sleeve. red and it's yeah. one of the three then there's three it is and it's just like you could you could capture the every four years we're gonna buy a jersey because it's the World Cup and it still be um a bit more interesting. They still, I mean, my point was this, is I think you're right. I think they could still capture that market by doing what we want them to do. But their mindset is that the majority of people like plain, simple, clean, you know, all those descriptors that they use for solid color jerseys. And the reason why they think that is because the popular teams in the world all subscribe or almost all of them subscribe to a color rather than a pattern. Yeah, and I, I think the interesting thing going back to the who they're targeting, think about like pat the past few World Cups. What have been like the hottest jerseys out there? Nigeria. Ni- Nigeria. When whatever they roll out, it's wild. It's crazy. And it sells out. Like the, there's a secondary market for those jerseys. And nothing about either of these says 
oh, I got to have that. Like, the white is, I mean, they use the template. Like, whatever. It's fine. They used a practice template. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, one but they weren't templates. the only team to do they it. Just, I'm not mad at yeah. that because that happened. Oh, no, 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 no. No, yeah. Like, the white is le- less egregious of it. But the away, the blue tie-dye one, we're talking about, like, how patriotism sells, especially for the U.S. Like, coming off the away kit from that they're going away from, the red and blue, basically, the red and blue stripes that was widely liked, I would say. Like, if anything, like, you saw what was successful, and you kind of went away from And, like, the changes for the sake of change that they added on, centering the crest, putting the swooshes on the sleeves, like, they were almost trying too hard to be innovative when really all we want is something clean and simple. Not necessarily simple, but attractive. We want to look like our country, you know, whatever country it is. And you've got these iconic looks around the world. Like, Donald, when I say France, what's that look to you? Blue top, white shorts, red socks. Jonathan, we talked about Jamaica. Jonathan, what's Jamaica's look? It's uh, yellow and, and black and green. Also, we other in CONCAP, what's Mexico? I mean, Mexico is the perfect example because I think for how badly the U.S. Federation fucked this up. Because Mexico, they do weird shit. They were just black and pink for two years. But when the World Cup rolls around, they go back to what they are. The green here's- top, white shorts, red socks. That's Mexico. But here's this is the, the biggest other... stage. What, what are we doing? So here's the other thing about that. They have a method to their madness. When they, If you think about it, they came out with black jerseys between these last three World mm-hmm. Cups. The first one they came out with was black and green. They had, And they also had the, uh, the, the red and black one as well as the away. Yeah. After 2014, they came out with black and white. Mm-hmm. Now, after 2018... They came out with the black and pink. Why? Because while black was the standard color, they still incorporated the flag colors and they created an entire collection with those jerseys. The green, the white, and the red. I know they're they're pastel or I'm sorry, more neon versions Mm -hmm. of those colors, but they still kept within the theme of when they got to a World Cup, like you said, they went back to their bread and butter. They went back to wearing green. They went back to wearing the Red Sox. Unless FIFA, you know, fucked around with that, which they do on occasion. But they had a method to their madness with the United States. When you look at their home jerseys and their away jerseys, there is no pattern whatsoever. Yeah, there's no pattern. And almost for the World Cup years, they get further away. Like, it's almost like the opposite. They're coming off a set that was almost like perfect for them. And now they're going to something that's different. And I guess Nike's thinking they're going to sell a shit ton of them because they're different. They they look like shit. The center crest, the swooshes on the sleeves. Like, I mean, they're going to sell a shit ton of them when the U.S. wins the World Cup. But, you know, they could have done better. And it's clear that U.S. soccer doesn't necessarily have, like, a plan for this. Now, what they could have done, and even Nike could have done this, right? If you think back to 2004, the Circle 90 jerseys. Mm-hmm. This template is based off of that. 
but they haven't mentioned that at all. If you think about yeah. it, most people kind of try to compare it to 2002, which I don't know why they do that. 2004 is literally what this temp is about. If they yeah. came out tomorrow and those jerseys have have the circle 90 numbers on it, instantaneously you'll gain more people going, okay, cool. I get it. We're, yeah. we're, we get it now. We're back. We're, we're back in the game. Or you had an idea. You had a plan and you execute. You're surprised at this. But if they come out with plain numbers, then people are going to be like, you tried to emulate this, but you didn't. No, for sure. Jonathan, did you have anything else to add on this? No, I mean, I could rant and rave about this for for quite some time, but I uh, feel Let's like get I'm back to jerseys we like. The void. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get by the jerseys that we liked. Yeah. And I mean, like, just wrapping up this whole U.S. thing, it's going to look great when the U.S. beats England wearing tie-dye, but it would be so much better if they were wearing Waldos. I'm just saying. Anyways, amen. amen to that. So we talked about the kits that we like, the looks that we like. Wh- what are our honorable mentions? Jonathan, do you want to start off with your honorable mention? I think so. My so my honorable mentions. Uh, looking at you know both of the Mexico jerseys, the home green one with the pattern on the front, and then the away one. I really really like. I love both of the. The Bahamas ones, or not Bahamas, the Bermuda ones, um, and the Bahamas. But uh, you know, those are the big ones for me. Nice. And Donald, what are, what are your honorable mentions? Uh, so obviously, the other two Anguilla jerseys uh, are top notch. Um, Vincey Heat, they can't. They have three jerseys, and both all three of them are really, really great. Again, they just missed my cut as much as I I love them. Like uh, the red, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the uh, yellow, the blue, and the green. Uh, by score sports i think the same ones that make bermuda's jerseys which also uh the away jerseys in my honorable mention as well the important thing to mention for score sports is these beautiful vincey heat jerseys and these bermuda jerseys they are available for purchase right now if you go to scoresports.com uh they retail for 70 dollars. you can go pick them up right now i do think for the vincey heat the gold is like that's what i that's what I think. I, I want same gold gold shirt, the blue shorts, maybe green socks. Like it just it's such a phenomenal look and just the vibes. They're they're high in vibes for me. So the other honorable mentions that I have quickly, uh, the Cayman Islands, uh, especially their home one, I thought it is really cool. Um, it's a little different than the one the ones we saw uh, at a Truman Bodden Sports Complex back in uh, 2019, uh, but they're really really nice. Um, the Bahamas, I think both are good, but I, I agree with you. The away, the teal one is phenomenal. Um, the U S Virgin islands, their away, that's kind of white that trends into gold, uh, I think is really well done. And also the, um, uh, Suriname, they have a Jersey that's basically a knockoff of the 2018 U S home jerseys, but they do a great job with it. And they have the away one that's kind of red with green and yellow and orange and uh, white. Um, the white one has green and red on it, and it kind of has a, a sash pattern that kind of uh, is formed by the uh, hoops in a way. So I, I really like that one because, again, it's creative. It gives you something that's eye open. And, and when you see them, you know instantaneously that they're certain of. Yeah, and I think that's that's the goal here is you want kind of an iconic look. Um, I do want to shout out St. Martin, the Dutch side. They're red jerseys. They got these nice bright blue uh, stripes. 
big fan of that look. Uh, it's done by Admiral Sports. Those are very, very attractive. As far as like iconic looks, St. Kitts and Nevis, their Capelli sport jerseys, they're, they've got a red one, they've got a green one, but the sash is this like the sash from the flag. And I think that's a great way to tie in that iconography, you know, like, again, you want to look like the country you're representing. And they've done a really good job of that. And I, I really hate to do it, but Mexico, these, the new kits for the world cup, they just, they absolutely nailed it with Adidas. Um, obviously the traditional green, white, red home strip, um, it's what you expect to see out of Mexico, but the away kits, the change kits, it's like a, it's, I don't know, can't even tell if it's white or if it's kind of like an off white. It's a cream it's like a color. Cream, it's a it's cream, a cream color. color. Yeah. It's hard to tell, but the red highlights, there's like a full front design on it. They're just fantastic change kits and you hate to see it, but Mexico, you did something good. Um, so yeah, those are our honorable mentions. Now we've done our honor. We've done our top five. Who needs to change? Who is messing up here? And who really needs a refresh? Um, Donald, who, when you look around CONCACAF, who isn't doing what they need to be doing? Canada. I mean, we've talked about the United States, so we don't have to, I don't think either of us, all of us yeah. have mentioned that, but yeah. Canada. I mean, if you think about it, they're entering their first World Cup since 1986 and mm-hmm. they don't have any jerseys to go with it there's no new jerseys and they it's clear that they didn't prepare for making the world cup because they didn't prep any jerseys and they're growing with the same jerseys that they've had for the last three years i think that's if 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 the u.s did you know did too much in trying to be too simple then canada did absolutely fucking nothing well the other <laughs> thing too to i'm gonna say with the jerseys that they do have like Throw a fucking maple leaf on there, guys. Like, there is, like, get that in, like, a sublimated pattern. Like, that would look phenomenal within, like, within a red one. Or even if you did the white one with the big red maple leaf on it, that would be incredible. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, just as a whole. But Canada, like, they're using Nike teamwear. Like, mm-hmm. they're based, they're just using the ones you can go on and order for your rec league team. Like that's what Nike.com and they're slapping Nike.com. a Canadian flag on or Canadian slapping, crest on it, slapping the Federation crest on it. And I don't know how that conversation went. Obviously Canada soccer is not, doesn't seem to be a very well run organization, but whenever the process starts to start designing your kits for the coming years, the, the next cycle, obviously the world cup is where it kicks off. They had to have a conversation with Nike. It's like, yo, should we do something unique and it's like nah we don't need to we don't sell enough kits and all of a sudden canada got really good and they got really popular and now i guess on nike's end like they have a shit ton of these jerseys they can do but it's not any customized it's a very it's a monochrome kit they slap the canada logo and numbers on it and that's it i wonder and again this goes to speaks to kind of how disorganized they are we couple the national team jerseys and them just being jerseys you can get at, you know, the Nike outlet to the Canadian Premier League, which Macron sponsors the league. And they come out with some very, very nice jerseys. 
And I wonder if that marriage is, is happening sometime soon where Macron is trying to inch their way in to kind of say, hey, we can do this on the national team front and again, provide some of the, again, the creative freedom that you're looking for and make something a little bit more identifiable with Canada now that they are expected. Because you have to remember for them, for the United States, for Mexico, they cannot slip these next four years when it comes to their jerseys. They are hosting a World Cup. They cannot come out here looking looking plain. They cannot come out here wearing some some stuff that you see on in beer leagues on Tuesday nights. They have to come correct. And I think maybe Macron is, is trying to inch their way up to say, for 2026, let us take that responsibility. Yeah. And I think for Canada, though, Macron obviously could do something a little more creative. But if you're Canada, you're trying to up your prestige. And you you can't be running out with Macron jerseys and expect them to be taken seriously if you think you're a top, you're a World Cup level team. Like, you want to say, oh, check out our nice Nike kits. It's like, yeah, you can say, you fucking bought those at Nike.com. But it's still a swoosh. And when you look at the teams who are outfitted, it is top teams in CONCACAF. It's the U.S., it's Canada, it's Curacao, and the French teams. Adidas has Mexico and Jamaica. Those are the top echelon. Even the New Balance, where it's Costa Rica and Panama. Like, if you're the top level team in Concacaf, you have a top level outfitter. And if Canada tries rolling out in Admiral kits, they're gonna be like, "Yo, guys, like, you sure you can't do better here." I mean, that's true because if you think about it, the World Cup hosts going, you know, at least in the modern era, I'm pretty sure. Except for 1998, because I'm pretty sure France at that point was the cock uh, sportif. Every other team was either Nike or Adidas, at least the host nations. And even if they weren't, like South Africa became an Adidas country yeah. um, uh, right beforehand, because they were, I think they were Puma or something like that right before, along with a lot of the other African countries. Um, side note, Puma. They fucked up this round. We don't have to discuss them because they don't re- they don't have anything in Concaf. But I just want to make that note. Um, but also, it's like so again, bad. Cutter, it's yeah, so also, bad. So, also, so Cutter bad. Cutter is is Nike, and they have again they their jerseys are coming out uh, along with the rest of the Nike ones. And even they, you know. But here's the funny thing: even theirs looks like they missed the mark somewhat. It's a nice jersey, but it's not a jersey that people are going to remember. I think when you think back, Brazil obviously with the with the yellow. It's always going to be instantly recognizable. But South Africa, with their jerseys in 2010, made an absolute statement with their jerseys. And and when you look at their jerseys, yes, it was part of an Adidas template, but everyone was like, yo, those that's exactly what South South Africa needs to be wearing full time. And they've stuck with that throughout that. They they formed their identity when they hosted the world and they've been able to capitalize on that. For sure. Um, For me. We talk enough shit about Canada. I could go on for hours talking shit about Canada. But as far as the rest of CONCACAF, the one that I think needs to change is just a lost opportunity. Um, St. Lucia. St. Lucia actually just switched to stimulus. And they're just they're plain royal blue jerseys. Like, their royal blue's not even their flag. And they've got these plain royal blue jerseys from stimulus. Like, when you see what Anguilla did, just like these absolute – baller ass like just incredible beautiful jerseys and saint lucia is wearing basically team wear like guys stimulus can do cool shit like let's be let's be creative here yeah they really they really missed the mark on that one 
I think also was because remember St. Lucia didn't really participate in uh, they didn't participate in World Cup qualifying. They just barely got into Nations League. And that was probably something where they said, yo, we need jerseys super quick. And of course, Steamless was able to provide team wear, but it wasn't a, like they had a whole conversation about what that is. And, you know, of course, we were, we're great friends with the with the guys over at Steamless. Um, and I think as we move forward, we may see them move up a little bit just because of the fact the stimulus will will do anything they want, right? They they have the capacity to create something that is theirs. It's all up on their federation. It's all upon their federation to maximize that potential that they have because stimulus will do it. It's just a matter, and we've learned this from federations. It's just a matter of whether the federation, if that's in their plans. Jonathan, is there anyone else you think needs to step their game up here? Honduras for me. I mean, I think the big thing with Honduras is the fact of like it's the crest as well. It's just the H that really just like a white jersey with a blue H just doesn't do anything for me. So that's really the big one for me. Now, for me, like the interesting thing about Honduras is if you guys haven't heard about it, there was like a national crisis about the color of their flag. Because they've always been like a blue, very like a lighter royal blue, very similar to El Salvador. Like for a while, like I couldn't tell them apart. But then as I dove into CONCACAF, I've learned, you know, you look for the stars. But like that's Honduras. But it's supposed to be more of a cyan, like a light, almost tealish blue. And the government is now using that color in flags and like their official stuff. So does the Federation eventually go to a lighter blue, to a cyan? It's like, it's, it almost be, I'm trying to think it's honestly almost closer to like the Bahamas green than it is a Royal blue. I think they do. And especially since they're building that new national stadium, I think they, they could use that as an opportunity to kind of not necessarily rebrand, but refresh uh, their jerseys to, you know, enter that new stadium. But I will say one final one that I did want to say they need to step their game up. It's not any one country. It's two countries. It's the two New Balance countries, Costa Rica and Panama, because recently, as we've talked about, New Balance has kind of phoned it in with them a little bit, or at least those federations have decided to phone a little bit. And they've come out with similar jerseys, which you cannot do if you're Costa Rica and Panama. They are two rivals. When they play each other, it looks like it looks like an inter-squad scrimmage whenever those two teams play each other because they essentially, for a couple of years, had just about the exact same jerseys, both home and away. Um, I think they've switched it up a little bit now um, that we move, especially uh, Costa Rica now that they're going to the World Cup. They've added, you know, boosted up a little bit, but they need to make sure that they can differentiate because, again, when you think of instant recogni- recognizability, you want it where the Costa Ricans do not want to be confused with Panama and vice versa. So I think they need to really make sure that they can stand out and differentiate between the two. Yeah. And for Costa Rica, they have just refreshed their look. Their new crest is actually very nice. Um, it's a step up from that weird stick figure looking man in that <laughs> crazy ass fucking interdimensional, like the time machine from fucking Austin powers Two looking thing, that circle, yeah. like, They've got a very nice crest, and now they got to work on getting very nice jerseys. So, yeah, we've got some countries that need to change, and we've got some beautiful fashionistas around CONCACAF. Um, obviously, new kits coming out. U.S. about to officially announce at 
time of recording their new kits. Uh, I did see that the 2023 version leaked already, the one with the star above the crest. Um, so looking forward to that. U.S. jersey dropping in January. And, uh, yeah, we love talking kits. We definitely want your feedback. When you listen to this, go back to the post that you found on our Twitter and definitely comment, like, which one's your favorite in CONCACAF? We're going to – I'll go ahead and I'll tweet out pictures of all of our top fives so that way we can kind of rank and talk about them. But we fucking love talking about kits. And, yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll do this annually or something like that, talking about the looks of CONCACAF. Oh, we have to. We can even go into the club level. We have there's a there there is endless potential. There it yeah, this. it is a it is an endless area that we can can go. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, make sure you join us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. We appreciate your support. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at podcast. And uh yeah, let's keep the conversation going on social. Thanks for tuning in.